You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, sponsored by Natural Stacks. If you're into biohacking, performance, or getting more out of life, this is the show for you. To learn more about building optimal performance into your life, check out naturalstacks.com. You were looking for a way to change your life. You got it. I kind of think in some ways, selfishly, that it should remain a secret because it is such an advantage. Natural Stack. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. Optimize yourself. All right. Happy Thursday, all you optimal performers. I'm your host, Ryan Muncy. Welcome to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I want to welcome in a very special guest this week, uh, Dr. Anne Louise Gittleman. Uh, Dr. Gittleman, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I love hanging out with you, Ryan, anytime. So for you guys listening, if you're not familiar with Dr. Gittleman, um, as I told her before we hit record, this is kind of a fanboy moment for me. Uh, as far back as being in college and and you know pursuing my nutrition education, uh, I remember reading her stuff. And as we'll talk about in a few minutes, uh, she has been an influence on me and one of my daily routines uh, for the last eight to ten years. Uh, but before we do that, a little bit more about your impressive resume, Dr. Gittleman. Um, you're a best-selling author, uh, part of. 30 or more books. You're one of the world's foremost experts in functional and integrative medicine. Uh, you've got a master's in nutrition education from Columbia. Uh, we could go on and on. This is going to be really cool. You are the first lady of nutrition. So we're going to talk a lot today about how we can uh, integrate food and, and our nutrition uh, philosophies into our lifestyle so that we can get more from our bodies, more from our minds, and, and live longer and healthier lives. Um, so for you guys listening, as always, make sure you head to naturalstacks.com to see the video version of this. We'll have all the links and resources that Dr. Gittleman shares with us today on the show. And if you have not already done so, head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the Optimal Performance Podcast. And please share the show with anybody that you know or anybody that you can think of that would benefit or enjoy the Optimal Performance Podcast. All right. So, Dr. Gittleman, let's do this. As I mentioned, uh, you are the influencer of one of my daily rituals. Uh, mm -hmm. The first thing I do every single morning is I stumble downstairs. Um, I call it the baby giraffe walk. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not fully awake, but, but as I'm opening my eyes, I warm up water and I drink. Uh, it started off just as the basic warm water and lemon juice. And then over the years, I've added uh, a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. I do a dash of cayenne and I do sea salt. Um, so for our listeners, explain the warm water and lemon juice in the morning. Well, Ryan, the warm water and lemon juice in the morning is a wonderful way to start the day to cleanse the palate. It's a very important tonifier for the kidneys as well as the liver. And one of the most important reasons that lemon juice is one of my all-time biohacking favorites 
is that lemon juice has a very unique ability. It's a pH balancer, number one. It will get you to be a lot more alkaline if you wake up a little too acidic. So that's number one. But number two, which is not well recognized, is that the lemon juice is a thinner of bile. And bile is very important as one of the major detox methods that the liver uses to keep us young and healthy, hopefully forever. So when you have bile that is really thickened because it's not flowing properly, you're lacking certain nutrients, or if you have any stones in the bile ducts, then you're going to need a thinner, a bile thinner that you can use on a daily basis to help get the bile flowing. Now we know how important bile is because it breaks down fats into small particles so that your GI tract can absorb them. And your liver is the promoter of bile to the tune of about, oh, I'd say about one quart a day. But not only is it so important for your body's ability to digest fats, but it's also a real method for removing toxins from the body so that they can be flushed through the colon. So bile is one of the reasons, making bile, making beautiful bile, brilliant bile, is the one reason that I tell everybody, no matter what you do, first thing in the morning, you've got to take at least the juice of, I'd say, about half a lemon, fresh water, Hopefully it can be a little warm so that you're not shocking your entire intestinal tract and making it go into uh, some sort of contraction. And then you'll know that bile is going to be thinned out. You're going to make quality bile so that you have the ability to not only clear fats, but that you can then break down hormones and other metabolic wastes that can really affect the system, making you feel depressed, making you feel toxic, and if you're especially a female out there, this is one of the reasons that so many of us suffer from hot flashes, night sweats, migraines, and all kinds of perimenopausal problems because we do not have adequate flowing bile. It is one of the most underrated, Ryan, and ignored methods that the body uses to move out toxins. Everybody's talking about phase one and phase two liver detoxification. But quite frankly, the quantity and quality of the bile that your body makes, thanks to that lemon and water, makes it directly proportional to the quantity of toxins that you can safely eliminate. And detoxing, Ryan, needs to be done on a daily basis. It's not just an event that you do once every quarter, once every season. It is that important to do it on a daily basis because we are being inundated with so many metabolic wastes. So much problem, so many problems in our air and our water and so on and so forth that you need something on a daily basis to make sure that everything is flowing properly. You know, I really like the last part of your answer there, Dr. Gittleman, the, the daily detox. And, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, the word detox can sometimes have this negative stereotype or connotation because, you know, in the fitness industry, you see all these people, you know, almost misusing the word detox and, you know, doing these tea detoxes or, or random, whatever you want to call them, detoxes every quarter. And then they go right back to, you know, eating Taco Bell or, or you know, not paying attention to, to a lot of the things that, you know, our listeners and, and your followers probably do on a daily basis. So what are some other things that we can do? on a daily basis or foods that we can ingest or practices that we can uh, implement that can help us um, with that daily detox? 
Well, I'm so glad that you picked up on the daily detox because if there's nothing else that your listeners take from this podcast, what I want them to do is to stop viewing the whole concept of detoxification is just one unique event. It's truly an ongoing daily process. And that's because, as you suggest, we are being exposed to so many toxins that this basic shift in our perception really is a must. So besides the lemon and water, which again is going to thin the bile, one of the body's key methods of allowing detox metabolites, hormones, drugs, heavy metals, virus, bacteria, and parasites to be shuttled through the system, I think it's also very important that we recognize there are other liquids that you can take in that do not need any kind of digestive function that will actually start to cleanse the lymphatic system, which is another very underrated system in the body. You know, Brian, I wrote about this, oh, I think it's about 20 years now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember back. Uh, I wrote about this whole concept in a, a book called The Fat Flush Plan that actually introduced the whole concept of detox and diet to the American public. But one of the elements to cleanse the lymphatic system is another signature beverage beyond just the lemon and water that I created for all of my dieters, and that is the cran water mix. Mm -hmm. And the cran water mix, as you may remember, consists of at least four ounces of cranberry juice, the unsweetened, pure cranberry juice. It's better if it's organic, of course. It doesn't necessarily need to be, but it's four ounces of unsweetened. That's the key element, cranberry juice to about 28 ounces of water, which will make a quart of the cran water. And you should be ingesting this at least twice a day. I find in terms of detox that the cran water is a very successful way of targeting the lymphatic residues that are in the system, very similar to what the bile does. The bile carries them out of the gut for the ability to detoxify and, and carries it through the stool and through the urine. But when it comes to the lymphatic system, which is very hard to target, this is one of the primary reasons that cranberry works because it emulsifies those little globules that can get stuck in these little, little channels that are going all through your body will flush out the lymphatic system. And that's because it also possesses a very unique pH, number one. And number two, it contains very unusual organic acids that have the ability to digest waste materials. So first thing in the morning is that hot water and lemon. You put in a little bit of cayenne to give it just a little thermogenic value, I'm sure. Very good to thin the blood, good for the blood pressure as well. And I like to follow that up throughout the day between meals with the cran water drink. Now, the beauty of the cran water drink, which makes it really outstanding, is that cranberry is very high in terms of antioxidants. And most of us right. kind of recognize that. Right. But I think what we don't recognize is that cran water, also because of its ability to clean out the lymphatic system, is like a beauty food for all of your female listeners and female fans out there because it has the ability within at least a two-week period to dramatically reduce the appearance of cellulite. Wow. Yeah, and I can tell you that because my book has been on the market for a great many years, and one of the primary things that we hear about from people is, number one, they don't have any more of those lumps and bumps and cottage cheesy-like residues that are all over the system. And so it's good for both men and women, but particularly women that are going through the hormonal fluctuations 
that really impact the way their, their cellulite is forming. So cran water to the rescue is something else that I bet you haven't heard about, but is really important in terms of elimination, certainly good for the urinary tract, that we know, that's been well documented, but it's the lymphatic connection which makes it one of my very favorite signature detox beverages. That is really cool. I, I was not aware of the connection or reduction for cellulite. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And I have all of the anecdotal studies to prove it, and you get at least 20 anecdotals, and I have probably 2,000 over that. Then you've got a clinical study. <laughs> so the Coran water is really good. And I'll tell you the other thing that it's really good for, and it's something that I learned many moons ago from my original teacher, the grand dame of alternative medicine, Dr. Hazel Parcells. She taught me, probably before you were born, Ryan, that, <laughs> and I mean that only in the very best way, she taught me many, many years ago that Native Americans used cranberry, which is one of the only true Native North American fruits, by the way, mm -hmm. that they used it to get rid of parasites. It had an anti-parasitic effect on the system because of the very unique organic acids. I think there are about four of them that it contains. So if you feel that you may be harboring one or more uninvited guests, this is also a great cleansing beverage that will get rid of the little critters from your lymphatic system, clean out your kidneys in the process, and be very good to get rid of cellulite. So it's a real winner. All right. We, we like new stuff and, and cool tricks. So that's, that's great. It is, the cool, it is totally cool. It co totally wins wins the, how should I say, wins the lottery in terms of getting rid of cellulite. Yeah. And we find that individuals that have a problem eliminating on a daily basis, these beneficial acids in the system really help elimination. It helps it through the urinary tract and through the colon. Well, one of the things that I wanted to ask as you were going through this earlier was, you know, with all of these, the, the detoxification benefits, the lymphatic clearing, um, you know, better digestion and, and assimilate, assimilation of uh, fatty acids. I mean, this has to have a, a profoundly uh, positive impact on, on overall health, well-being, but, but also on cognitive performance. Oh, it certainly does. When you get all the critters cleared and your bile is functioning properly, and that's where that, that wonderful drink that we spoke about, the lemon water, a little bit of cayenne, maybe a little apple cider vinegar comes in handy. I think what we have to remember is that the bile breaks down fats for absorption so that if you are not absorbing your fats properly, and so many of us don't even have a gallbladder where the digestion of fats can be very irregular, then you're not absorbing a lot of your vitamin A, your E, your D, your K. Hopefully I'm not forgetting anything. A, D, E, and K, mm -hmm. uh, which are fat-soluble vitamins, and they're very important for the immune system as well as for the functioning of every organ, tissue, and cell of your body. So this is very important to kind of clear the cobwebs in terms of cognitive thinking. Yeah, it's exceedingly important for every area of the body. And if you're not absorbing your fats properly, we know that your brain is at least 60% fat, then you are not getting the benefits of all of those good omega-3s and 9s and 6s that you may be ingesting, as well as the new omega-7s. That's the latest, greatest kit on the block when it comes to essential fatty acids. So tell us more about the omega-7s. 
Oh, that's a new one, Ryan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's totally cool because the omega-7s have now been found to, to be, in clinical studies, much more effective in terms of weight loss uh, and cardiovascular health. And interestingly enough, they're very rarefied omega uh, from the omega family. They're considered a fatty acid, not necessarily an essential fatty acid like the good omega-6s, like the GLAs that we're talking about with, with omega-6, or the omega-3s, the EPA, DHA, as well as ALA. But they're extremely important for weight loss. They're good for the cardiovascular system, very good for blood pressure. They're almost, I mean, it's amazing what I've seen when people take a good omega-7 supplement. This supplement, which is also good for cognitive functioning, can be found, interestingly enough, in anchovies. Anchovy oil and supplements on the market that contain anchovy oil are probably one of the highest concentrations of omega-7, as well as certain foods that we should be ingesting. The omega-7s are richly found in sea buckthorn oil, okay. as well as macadamia nuts. So cooking with mac oil, which has a very uh, high smoking point, is mm -hmm. helpful, as well as having two to three mac nuts a day. That's it? Just two to three mac nuts, and that gets us what we need? Well, and they're very concentrated. So two yeah. to three mac nuts twice a day. How do you like that? I like that. Those are one for of my you, favorite For you, nuts. you get sick. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're totally, totally stable. You know, the whole concept that fat is bad is, you know, antiquated and so forth. That's really old news. But these particular nuts were the favorite little snack of one of my very dear friends. May he rest in peace. That was Bob Atkins of mm -hmm. the Atkins Diet thing. I mean, he lived on macadamia nuts when he was <laughs> on the plane or in his office. Yeah. I used to do a lot of radio shows with him in WOR, and we'd be eating macadamia nuts all night. And that was on the heyday of the low-fat, high-complex carbohydrate diet model. I'm laughing. You said you mentioned airplanes. One of my favorite books of all time is uh, Johnny Bowden's uh, 150 Healthiest Foods on Earth. And he has a, a top 10 from many uh, nutrition experts. And, and Dr. Atkins, uh, in his top 10, he listed macadamia nuts. And he says he refuses to get onto a plane uh, without macadamia nuts. Yeah, I know, and it's true. Um, and Johnny's a, a good friend of mine. I, I also contributed to his book and talked about cram water in that book, by the way. Uh, but mac nuts, I mean, terrific. But you know what the most important thing about mac nuts is? You can cook with the oil because it has a high smoking point. Now, you can't cook with a lot of olive oil. We know it has a lower smoking point than mac nut. But second to, olive, no, second to avocado oil, it's a great oil to use for high heat cooking. So it has a lot of wonderful characteristics, uh, notwithstanding uh, it's very high content of omega-7. So you can get that. The mac nuts, the mac nut oil, and new supplements which are on the market which have high omega-7 that now come to you via um, many of our essential fatty acid companies. I think even Barleen's has an omega-7 oil that's out good for the joints and good for cognitive functioning. That is excellent. That is excellent. I, so you guys listening, I, I knew this was going to be a great show. and. Dr. Gittleman, this has been, this is already awesome. So I'm, I'm so happy that we're able to do this. Um, so you mentioned earlier uh, certain nutritional deficiencies can impact the quality of our bile. 
what foods or what what nutrients should we make sure that we include um, to optimize bile production? To optimize bile production, you may need to take a supplement that actually contains bile salts, which is an ox bile extract. That's exceedingly important, <clears throat> especially if we you find. <clears throat> I'm so get so excited, get very choked up when we talk about bile. Uh, if in fact there's a lack of certain bile nutrients, you may have to just fortify yourself with a little bit of these bile salts. We have a supplement called Bile Builder that is just rocking the supplement world right now, Ryan, because it contains all of the necessary ingredients that you need to actually build quality bile. And it's especially important if you don't have a gallbladder, because if you don't have a gallbladder, chances are you have a detrimental effect on your digestion and you're not absorbing those fat-soluble vitamins that I mentioned, the A, E, D, and K, as well as the essential fatty acids that you need for optimal cognitive functioning. So this is so critical, I cannot tell you. Anybody out there that's telling you to eat fat is out of their mind unless you can digest the fat and it's exceedingly hard to digest if you don't have a gallbladder number one and you have poor fat digestion number two so you need to have more choline in the diet which you can get in our bile supplement if you'd like to use it that way or you can get choline in a non-gmo lecithin that i truly think should be brought back into the american supplement regimen. Yes. I don't know why it's fallen out of favor, but let's talk about a non-GMO lesson than granules, very good for thinning and making quality bile, as well as beets, believe it or not. Beets, okay. Beets. Beets yeah. are very high in betaine, which helps to thin out and move bile. Yeah. Uh, so it's a truly supercharged bile builder. Uh, I like beetroot concentrate. It's in the bile builder itself. Love that. Artichokes are a wonderful bile-producing food. And again, the lecithin. Okay. All of these elements are going to make bile beautiful because bile is brilliant. And if you don't have them, you're not detoxifying properly. I can tell you that hands down. So here's a question for our listeners. Um, you know, Obviously, if you don't have a gallbladder, I think most people would be aware of that. Um, if people are not digesting fats properly, um, what signs or symptoms should people look for to recognize or realize that that they're experiencing that oh there are so many signs the obvious ones would be stools that are clay colored number one that means you have a lack of bile salts so lack of bile let's put it that way okay. so clay colored light colored stools um Burping after you eat a meal that may have a little fat, burping, uh, hiccups, headaches. Uh, sometimes people can get a very metallic taste in the mouth, kind of a bitter taste in the mouth, but very metallic-y. Uh, other individuals complain of very dry and itchy skin. We see that eczema and psoriasis can clear up. Other individuals that are not producing enough bile will find that they have these sciatic-like pains that are actually a deficiency of bile produced from the gallbladder because of the gallbladder meridian and where it's located. I mean, it's just crazy, but you have no idea what we report when people are getting this bile builder into their diets. People have also told us that their varicose veins start to clear up. They have no more constipation because bile has a lubricating quality on the gut. 
And we find that sometimes, and I'm not certain what the connection is here, but the ringing in the ears can also clear as well as dizziness and insomnia when people are getting the right kind of bile. So all of those symptoms are signs of deficiency that there's an issue with the bile or with the gallbladder which is the reservoir, it's the storage tank for your bile. Right, right. So, I mean, with all of this really strong connection and, and, and cool science and benefit, I mean, why are few, so few people talking about bile? Why is it kind of the missing thing? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a very good question. You know, it was the thing at the turn of the century. All the old health pioneers that I read about way back in the 70s when I became so imbued with nutrition were always talking about the bile connection. And I, I have no idea why we're totally ignoring this. Um, I, I can tell you that the unrecognized signs of poor bile production like bloating and nauseousness and constipation and hemorrhoids and dry skin and hair are just totally, they're missing the boat when you look at these symptoms and not connecting it with bile. And, you know, I'll tell you something else which is interesting, and I'm not certain where that connection comes from. I don't know the exact mechanism, but there's some very interesting research to suggest that when you get your gallbladder removed, it is usually the forerunner of hypothyroidism. So there's a definite connection between this absolute epidemic of hypothyroidism and a lack of the right kind of bile. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a biggie. And I might also want to throw in there that there's a significant relationship to major food allergies as well. Uh, there are certain foods that are major offenders when it comes to the gallbladder and congealing the bile, making it too thick and sludgy so it's not moving through the ducts properly. And the top three foods that can be major food allergies are those that we don't usually recognize. The first is eggs, the second is pork, and the third is onions. And that's beyond your gluten and your dairy and your corn and your yeast and your sugar and your peanuts and so forth. I find that very phenomenally interesting. But if you have unresolved gallstones, just as a little aside, or gallbladder pain, which is not re resolved. If you take away these big three, it's the eggs, the pork, and the onions, I guarantee your attacks will diminish almost to 100%. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's all crazy. It's all crazy because the, the information is out there. Nobody has pieced together or connected the dots. I have been working with so many people for so long that I see quite a bit and I understand that there are common threads and one of them is not just the liver and how important it is to detox, but my gosh, if you're detoxing, you don't just support the liver, you have to support the quality of the bile, which is the vehicle to remove the toxins through the system. Right, right. Wow. Well, I mean, again, like just this is such cool information and, and I, I really wish that more people were talking about it. I'm glad we can get you on the show to to get it out there and, and help people hear it. I, my 150 Healthiest Foods on Earth book was within reach, and I was trying to flip through it and, and find your, uh, your cranberry section. <laughs> I do. I think I was one of the first ones that Johnny interviewed for his book, and I just adore the, I adore the book. And I don't know. I wish I could tell you what page it's on. But I do believe that the crayon is mentioned in there, and certainly Johnny has written about that as well. Yeah, and you, your name is like right underneath of the cranberry entry. Um, 
but I can't find your top 10. I was going to try to go through some of the foods and get you to talk about those. I am sure lemon is on there. <laughs> I'm sure. Now it'd be lemon. It'd be the cranberry. It would be certainly the high omega seven, which is the macadamia nuts. I think is really important. I think anything that makes glutathione, I love broccoli sprouts. We need mm. as much glutathione as we can get on a daily basis. I would certainly suggest that that's one of the top 10. Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to that, I'm also a big believer that certain greens, you know, I love celery. I think celery is really unrecognized and gets no respect, but celery is a very high source of many important mineral salts that people are woefully deficient in. It's a great source of easily digestible and utilizable sodium, which is very important in terms of hydrochloric acid production and very important to keep the muscles really uh, relaxed. People look at magnesium and potassium. Everybody's forgotten about good sodium. So you yeah. really need you really need a high source of natural sodium on a daily basis. I adore celery for that purpose. I've always loved celery, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's actually like it has the, the perfect balance of sodium and potassium, I mean, in, in its natural state, right? It does. It's totally the perfect green veggie. Yes, adore it. Awesome. Um, now, I'm, yeah, go ahead. Well, you mentioned glutathione, and, and as a most of our listeners are familiar with, at the very least, familiar with Bulletproof. Many of them drink Bulletproof coffee. Uh, I'm a Bulletproof ambassador, and and I stay loaded up on Dave's glutathione. Um, that's one of my favorite supplements every day, but especially when I travel. You mentioned that just a minute ago. So can you elaborate on you know the master antioxidant and, and why that's so important for health and longevity? Yeah, I mean, it's found just about in every cell in the body, but it's primarily important important as a major liver antioxidant and it's important because it's the toxic waste zapper and so getting your glutathione in some of the precursors is exceedingly important and that's why I love the broccoli sprouts first and foremost because it's a wonderful source of glutathione and also a product that I've recently discovered that's on the market it's sold actually through network marketing but people can buy it as just a retail customer is one which now boasts, through clinical studies, a 500 increase, 500% increase in glutathione, SOD, and catalase production. And these are all very important antioxidants. The name of that product is ASEA, and interestingly enough, that's A-S-E-A. Individuals that I know of that have been taking this have had their glutathione tested. They did before and afters, and my gosh, this directly makes your body inherently make its own glutathione without the use of a precursor. And I think that's just phenomenally interesting. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So I have, I have a lot of my private clients taking this, and I think that um, glutathione is here to stay. It is, it's, it's an exceedingly important element for those of us that want to live forever and to live healthily and not to extend the period of dying, which is currently what aging is all about. Right, right. So you mentioned live forever. And, and before we hit record, you were telling me about a supplement that you're that has you excited that can uh, potentially be an anti-aging supplement. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about this? It's not new. It's just a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us in on the secret. It's a, it's a secret. It's it's. The name of the product is Ultra H3, and it's a procaine-based supplement, and it's a product that Unikey Health Systems has been championing for years. Uh, they've been selling it for years, and it was based upon my initial uh, 
contact with the developer. She's the inventor, so to speak, Dr. Anna Aslan, who was affiliated with one of the Romanian geriatric centers um, back in the day. And Dr. Aslan, who is a cardiologist, developed this product and really did it by accident and found that individuals who were in their 50s and above were starting to regain their cognitive function, number one, and were becoming very frisky, as she wrote about way back in the uh, early 50s. <laughs> so I did a little investigation and then uh, found a supplement that we're able to distribute here called Ultra H3, which is based on her initial formula. And by God, that procaine-based supplement is enhancing mental function, number one, has been really important in terms of optimizing athletic recovery, has turned a lot of people's hair back to their original color, and repairs cell membranes. It also has the ability to depress and to suppress and neutralize a certain kind of neurotransmitter that's in the brain that they have now connected with depression, agitation, and anxiety. Uh, so it's pretty extraordinary. There are about 600 clinical studies that were done in Europe back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, if I recall. So this has quite a good history behind it, good, good clinical history. But if people take a look on unikeyhealth.com and you look at Ultra H3, just read the testimonials. I mean, you'll absolutely be blown away. There's not a lot of promotion, and it is probably their flagship product. So can you tell us uh, about kind of the mechanisms of action? I mean, what's in it, and how is it able to produce these benefits? It's the procaine. It is a procaine-based element that breaks down into uh, a B-complex-based, I think it's DEA, if I'm not mistaken, okay. and it breaks down into PABA. And those particular B-complex-related vitamins have the ability to regenerate the system, repair the cell membrane, and also, because of the procaine, uh, mechanism are able to neutralize the MAOs that can build up in the brain after the age of 40. There's also a very unique complex which allows this particular product to remain vital in the system for six to seven hours. So it's, it's actually 13 times more effective than the original uh, Gerovitol that was that was introduced by Dr. Aslan way back in the 50s in Romania. It's pretty incredible when you take a look at the science. I think there are little booklets and there's interviews that I did with the original biochemist that brought it to my attention here in this country. So if you look into unikeyhealth.com, you can call, you can ask, you can go online and just get that information. It's pretty incredible. I mean, if you look at the anecdotal studies that are there, as well as the clinicals. This is one of the anti-aging secrets of all time. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. So you recently wrote about uh, drugless healing for ADHD. And as I told you before, we are kind of obsessed with mental performance here. So um, <laughs> yes. what, what kind of stuff can you share with us about um, the food and mental performance connection? Well, if I'm not mistaken, when I wrote about drugless healing for ADHD and ADD, it was with regard to the Feingold diet in children. I think that's what you're referring to which was a diet that was created by a pediatric allergist for kids that had ADD. And it was a diet that identified certain types of elements in foods 
that when reduced in the diet, return the child's functioning to normal. So this Feingold program, which your uh, wonderful audience can Google, will find the entire list of some of those foods. There are artificial colors, artificial flavors, an element called the salic salicylates that are in certain foods. That's what we know is mm -hmm. one of the mechanisms of aspirin and willow bark. Uh, but we find that individuals that are sensitive to those particular elements do exceedingly well when they're eliminated from the diet. So when it comes to ADD and ADHD, I think it's important to look at the food connection, the food sensitivity connection, and also to cleanse the system of parasites. Because we see a lot of parasitic issues that irritate the nervous system, can actually irritate the brain, and are part and parcel of ADD and ADHD. Whenever I have a child that is an ADD or ADHD um, or has received that diagnosis, mm -hmm. We always do. We always get rid of their pinworms first and foremost. We put them on a regimen of a product called Verma Plus and Parakeet, so we get rid of the underlying causes, which sometimes can be worms, believe it or not. So I detoxify. There's the detox element once again, Ryan. I detox, yeah. and then we follow up with a diet like the Feingold diet to remove any element that could be creating irritation to the nervous system, colors, flavors, as well as the salicylate content. Right. Now, you mentioned parasites and worms. Is that something that's more common than most people would think? Oh, yes. You know, it's one of my favorite <laughs> topics. You may not know of all time. I wrote a book called Guess What Came to Dinner. Oh, it's, it's rampant. Uh, it's, it's, it's out there. The latest clinical suggests that uh, there was a study done in 2008. I think it was it was American Journal of Tropical Medicine, if I'm not mistaken. But it suggested that one in three individuals you know, were found, and this is through random stool sampling, to, found to carry one or more uninvited guests in their system. The point is that testing is notoriously inaccurate. Because a lot of parasites aren't found in a random stool sample. They're found in a purge stool sample, which we don't do in this country anymore. And because a lot of them also are living in the small intestine, so you don't always see them coming out in a stool sample. Or they live in the colon walls, and so you can't reach them. So you still have, you have to do a parasite cleanse. So you talk about detox and living forever or living at least to the age of 120, as they say, right. you know, in good health. You've got to do an annual parasite detox and cleanse because that could be affecting your mental functioning as well. So that's another element of the detox that I think is exceedingly important. And I just did, I think it's on YouTube, it's a Parasites 101 so any of your interested audience can just take a look at that as well. It's it's huge. Uh, yeah. Unresolved diseases, I, I'm going to go on the record and say this. The majority of unresolved diseases are due to the parasite connection. They're the most immunosuppressive agent in the human body, bar none, bare none, that's number one. And a lot of them hide in the gallbladder ducts. They hide in the bile ducts. They hide in the bile because... That's where the blood doesn't easily get to them. That's where the immune system can't really reach them. So that's the reason you got to get good bile and the bile flow so it's all connected, you see. Okay, so let me, uh, let's go through this a couple of things. Um, so, so, yeah. yeah you, you, didn't know, you didn't know I was going to open up a can of worms, did you, literally? Pun intended, right? Yeah, pun intended. So, so on, the, on the Feingold protocol, I will get that link and we'll put that in the links and show notes um, for our listeners. 
Same with your Parasite 101 video. So for you guys listening, don't worry about going to search for that. We'll find it. We'll get the link. It'll be on the Natural Stacks uh, blog post with this podcast. We'll embed that so you guys can watch it right there. Um, Now, Dr. Gittleman, you mentioned the annual Parasite Cleanse. Can you give us the the quick uh, explanation of what that might be? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. They used to do this in Europe all the time, by the way. I mean, this was and we did it in this country. The farmers used to give their 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 kids. I guess it was like a blackstrap molasses product with some sort of sulfur, if I'm not mistaken. So this is not unusual. This is what used to happen many moons ago. Um, the parasite cleanse utilizes uh, a, a Certain botanicals that we have found are very helpful in eliminating microscopic invaders, microscopic vampires from your system, the amoeba, the giardia, the blastocystis, the cryptosporidium, cyclospora, as well as the larger parasites from hookworms to pinworms to tapeworms to the human ropeworm. And that product is called My Colon Cleanse. It's called My Colon Cleansing Kit. And it consists of two specific parasite-targeted products, which are the Verma Plus, the Parakeet, that you take on a two-week basis with a five-day rest and two-week basis, five-day rest. There's a whole protocol with that. When you do the pro- when you do the protocol to get rid of the worms or the protozoa, the microscopic guys and the bigger underlying, pun intended, organisms, mm-hmm. Um, you're going to want to eliminate any foods that the parasites thrive in. They love lactose. They love milk. They love gluten. They love fruit. And they love any kind of sugar. So you're going to reduce those foods when you're on the program. And you're going to kill those little buggers and the little ones and the big ones with these particular botanicals. Okay. And it's as simple as that. You, you can get all that information, I think, through that uh, Parasites 101 YouTube thing that you'll put yeah. a, a link to. Yeah. yeah, but I've been doing this for years. I became involved with nutrition through the Parasite Connection. So it's an issue near and dear my heart. And you know, Ryan, eight out of 10 of us could be harboring one or more parasites. That's the truth of it. They're just not being diagnosed. Wow, that is ridiculous. So you yeah. mentioned that, that their favorite foods are you know, lactose, gluten, sugar. Does a diet low in dairy, uh, especially lactose, um, gluten, and sugar, does eating that sort of diet help, uh, I don't want to say prevent completely, but does it reduce parasitic, um, I guess, what what would be the word there, occupation? (laughs) Oh, parasitic symptomology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. A lot of times what we're finding is that roundworm and giardia are secondary glucose, have secondary glucose and casein and lactose uh, effects. So there's a secondary, they have, they're they're not primary reasons for these issues, but it could be secondary reasons. So very definitely. And that's why so many people get better when they're on a fat flush routine or on a paleo routine or on a ketogenic routine. They're keeping these critters at bay and they go off sugar. They're not feeding these, these, these products or these, these, uh, the larva, or they're not feeding right. the parasites per se, but they can live for a very long time in your system quite happily. They're they're parasites. They're not paying rent. They're <laughs> hitchhiking. Sometimes a B12 deficiency is actually a parasitic infection. So there's another one to think of because we're so, you know, we're on the trail of all the MTHFR genetic 
glitches and this, that, and the other. Yeah. But you should, but if you got to make sure that you're not harboring, you know, a fish tapeworm, for example, and just giving them some methylated B12 to really, you know, lap up. So right. B12 is a biggie. This is, this is huge. And the problem is, even though the Unikey Health Systems test for this, because we have a, a GI panel that we use, there is no lab in the country I have found that can test for every single one of the 130 varieties that have currently been found on our shores. Wow. Yeah, it's this this is truly a blow your mind uh, concept. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Not not really, it's pretty freeing. You know, I tell everybody <laughs> Thank God you've learned about this. Now you can finally get well because we've got too many people with fibromyalgia, too many people with autoimmune problems, too many people with lupus, scleroderma, too many people with rheumatoid arthritis. All of these mysterious, untrackable, unresolvable diseases have been connected to one or more parasites, and that is in the literature. Toxoplasmosis and road rage has been connected, by the way. <laughs> so there you have it. Okay. All right. So, Dr. Gittleman, we are almost out of time. Um, where can our listeners get more of you? Well, through annlouise.com, A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com uh, is the best place. Uh, visit me on Facebook. You can ask any question that you'd like, you know, at Ann Louise Gittleman, Ph.D., CNS on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, and I'd love to have any, any and all of your, your listeners inquire about these things. I think it could be a missing link in, uh, in a total optimization plan. Yeah, it certainly sounds like, uh, I feel like we've covered a lot of things that could be gaps oh, or missing yeah. links. So, yeah. so before we let you go, all of our guests have to answer this question. Your top three tips to live optimal. Oh, that's, let's see, three <laughs> tips to live optimal. I think you have to express gratitude every day. You know, I sign a lot of my personal emails these days within gratitude, and it makes me remember how important that is for the immune system and the body, mind, and spirit connection. I think that's very important. And then number two, um, besides the importance of gratitude, I think to live optimally, uh, I think it's important to do a daily detox method, whether that's the lemon in water, the cranberry in water, maybe a little anti-parasitic herbal cleanse, you know, at least once a year. Mm -hmm. um, that would be very important to me because they have so many manifestations of disease. And then last but not least, in terms of living optimally, I think you have to have something to look forward to. I think you can never, never stop trying. I think you can never give up regardless of what's going on. And there's so many people that have these unresolved illnesses or unresolved symptoms and so forth. And I don't think there's anything that's unresolved. I just think we're not looking in the right place. So it's my hope that my work will just shine a light on some of these areas that we've just never shown a, a light or a magnifying glass on before. And the people will just get well and then go on to do their, their mission in life and to fulfill their destiny. Wow. That was well said. That was awesome. Um, so Dr. Gilman, Thank you so much for, for hanging out with us. Thank you for doing everything that you have done you know, throughout your career and, and to educate and help so many people. Um, you know, Like I said in the beginning, this is really cool to be able to have you on the show. So we are grateful for you being here. Well, thank you, Ron. It's been a real pleasure. Well, that's, that's awesome to hear. So for you guys listening, 
Make sure you go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see the, um, uh, the blog post for this, um, as well as all of the links that Dr. Gittleman has shared with us. We'll have all that for you guys there. Make sure you go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the show. And please share the Optimal Performance Podcast with anyone you can think of who would benefit from or enjoy uh, the things that we're talking about here. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next Thursday. Natural stack. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. Optimize yourself.